0: From the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Paul O'Shea, Managing Director of Ashview Consultants, an award-winning risk consultancy company with offices in Dublin, Newry and London. Paul himself, with over 25 years experience, leads the safety management of companies and provides advice to all types of sectors in the market. This advice is practical, expert and legislative support to clients, design teams, employers and contractors in all sectors. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today Paul. Paul just before we came on here you were telling me that look you've got a sweet 16th birthday coming up at Ashview Consultants but just so all of our listeners can join with me in congratulating you on reaching such a milestone. Let's, tell, let's share with our listeners the work that you do with Ashview Consultants.
1: Thanks very much Elaine. Yeah look 16 years in business hard to believe I don't I, I know you, you know the way you say in business, you should always keep looking forward. So I don't tend to look back on the 16 years that much. Keep looking back on what's the next year going to bring. But um, yeah, 16 years. So we, we started the company in sort of two, October 2006. It was on the back of returning from Australia. I was in Australia for years. Um, I've been out of Ireland since 1994. I started that batch in the the early mid 90s that came out and emigrated I suppose probably Mm -hmm. like no other decade but that that time there was a lot of people emigrating and I emigrated um, not intentionally emigrated but went away working and uh, didn't come back till 2005 um, and ended up in Australia I got to to six years in Australia came back took up a job and out of that came Ashu Consultants I took the big plunge then Having looked at the market, like no other person that's eyeing up what's going on around them had seen the other companies and operations in the local area and thought, look, I Mm -hmm. can do that and set about setting up Ashu Consultants. And do you think,
0: Paul, that that, I suppose, travel experience really broadened your horizons and gave you maybe a real sense of confidence? Or do you think that was instilled in you here in Ireland when you could see what others were doing and said, you know what, maybe we can do that and we can do that better?
1: I think there's two parts to it, actually. I think yes, hundred percent. When you're away, because there's less reliance on, say, the institutions and that around you, you've got to fend for yourself, and it's sink or swim. When you, anyone tells you that, when you when you go working away foreign, you either swim or you sink, and you're on the plane home. So I think that, I suppose, teaches you a lot of lessons, and you have to adapt very, very quickly when you're abroad. I think that's part one. I think part two is working in Ireland is great. You know, it's a great country to work in. You know, we're very, we're an island nation. You can get around the island in a few hours. You can be in Dublin today, Galway tomorrow, Cork the next day, Belfast the next day. And that variety, it's very hard to get that in other countries because they're bigger countries. So we have that. That thing in Ireland, that community, when you are working, you're nearly working in this big community and everyone knows everyone. I and mean, someone says, Jesus, I was over in Golly. Someone knows somebody over there, you're mm-hmm. chatting. To, and then business comes out of that. So I think there's the two parts that would definitely influenced setting up Ashu.
0: And tell us, Paul, when you set up the company at first, did you have a vision as to what you could achieve or what you wanted to achieve?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, look, everyone has a vision. It's whether it's an aspiration or a plan, really, whether you have a plan in place to deliver it or you're just dreaming about it. I suppose in the very basic sense, remember, I'd only just bought a house when I started up the business. And my dad thought I needed my head examined. He says, you've got a good job, you're on good money, and here you are setting up your own business. And I was in my head saying, well, but I'll be able to pay my mortgage with this and I'll be able to make a living out of X, Y, Z. And I would loads of contacts from sport and just traveling as well to, to make more business for myself. So the vision was to pay your bills, what everyone wants to do, and mm-hmm. uh, you have to pay them and to make a living. I think that was the core two parts at the start and and just get a name out there that people just rely on to come and do what you do and that's it.
0: And I think one thing, you know, as well, Paul, is that you were ambitious and I think that has come through you know, to where you are today because you're doing very well today at Ashview.
1: Oh, thank you. I Thank you very much. We're, we're working hard every day to keep at it. Um, Ashview did start out in a box room, in a three-bed semi, 100%. And now we've offices in uh, Dublin, Uri and London, and we have a satellite office in Limerick. Um, so we're well-placed in the market that way. And that brings us challenges. But yeah, it... it, it it's gone well um and it's gone well on a number of fronts and that we've got very very good staff and we've got great clients two very important things in business
0: And it's even it's acknowledging that and having an appreciation of both your staff and your clients is absolutely huge, Paul. And I think leads to your success. You know, we talk when we talk about teams and we talk about work with our clients and all of that, so much I suppose comes back to the owner and how you've set up the business, you know. And one thing that I think that is you've really instilled in your team and in everything you do is your values, Paul. You know, what kind of a role do you think that that plays in your success story?
1: Well, I suppose the first thing is you have to have good staff. and You have to look after them and deva- like put a value on their development. Um, it's interesting. We've just started off a new graduate program and um, with four graduates on it. And um, the, when I look at the last graduates that Ashu Consultants had, they're now our top performers and um, really good people. And you sort of the buzz around the office for on that front that we're going, these are going to be the next ones that'll be the next senior staff, please God, in three or four years time. And where what does that deliver for the business then? Because if that, if if those graduates come through at the same pace, the last graduates came through, mm-hmm. my goodness, what's the next four or five years going to look like? And then I suppose the other, so I suppose instilling with them, then the value, I the last thing on that is about their training about their, their knowledge, about improving them, them as professionals and people and how that matches in with your business, making that work, that when people come to work, then it becomes nearly, not that it's fun, but it's enjoyable, and then it's not work anymore. It's, mm-hmm. And it's like when a new job, I'll give an example of that. A new job comes into this office, a new construction prog- project, and we're all like kids running around the office to have a look at this job. Because everyone wants to do that job. And I think that's the bit that gets me is like, people really want to be doing the, the landmark job or the marquee project. Mm-hmm. And then you sort of go, God, this is working. You know, they, 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 the people are buying into this. There's, a, there's a, a vision here and it. I think that's... And then our, on the other side, is our clients. Our clients are starting to see that. And they know when a consultant comes out from Ashu that that's what they bring to the project. A bit of passion a bit of you know interest and knowledge and just willingness to want to do the job and you can lose that in a consultancy like you can lose that very easily where if it becomes a box ticking exercise and then your mm-hmm. client sees that so i think that investing in people and making sure your clients know that you you really want to do the job is is key
0: And i think that's so important and you know for our listeners here today that you know if you can get somebody in a job you know that that's you know can feel your passion that comes through to your clients and the other projects but most importantly I think it's one of the biggest words and it's probably one of the simplest words words and you know why people like their jobs and like the rules and stick with it is fun is to actually have fun and to really enjoy and that comes through then on the other side Paul you know so can I ask you you know whereas I suppose at a difficult time in terms of economy now when I say difficult I mean maybe uncertain there's a lot of negativity in the news but yet. You know, businesses like yours at Ash, you you know, are growing and very, you know, are doing very well. What do you see as the biggest challenges facing your industry at the minute?
1: Okay, well, obviously we're very we're we're like strongly and linked with the construction industry. Um so I suppose the biggest challenge at the moment is the inflationary parts of the economy and a lot of it's external to Ireland influence in Ireland. So that's 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 a huge challenge in the near future. Um, and it's, in, it's now, it's happening now, like you can see projects that are coming under pressure and that. So that's a huge challenge. And a lot of it, we can't do anything about. So it's back to the old controllables and non-controllables. Mm-hmm. So we can only control so much of that ourselves. Um, and, and I suppose then we've got to let the industry take its take its course. But I suppose the flip side of that is, as a business, we're... We've taken on a whole new coaching program we've brought in like our we've brought in sports psychologists to look at how our staff are dealing with this and we're embracing that change within the business to make sure that we're ready so the, the challenges are out there in the industry and we've got to make sure that we're ready on this side to deal with them i think that's
0: and I think that investment in your team and your staff, and but even recognizing it and bringing in on board, you know, your your sports psychologist, but also implementing a coaching program because, you know, yeah. that, that that's empowering. That really empowers the person from within and from within their own skill set to, de- to deal with c- scenarios. And I think one big word that we heard, you know, around the time of COVID and everything else that went on in the last couple of years was that, you know, anxiety can be driven about when we try and focus on controlling things that are outside of our control so let's focus on controlling the controllables and know what we can't and i think that's very important to equip a team with resilience you know leading into the next couple of months that are ahead paul yeah
1: but absolutely i started out I'm, I, I just an interesting thing you talk about challenges and something to come into my head there is when i started out the business on a small scale back in october 2006 we all remember the Celtic Tiger took a nosedive not too long after that, and mm-hmm. uh, I suppose I started fully out in the business in the middle of a recession, the worst recession we've ever had. Mm-hmm. So you do learn a lot of lessons in the middle of that about challenges. So when people talk about and rightly so, you talk about anxiety and things that are affecting us outside and external, with a lot more than anxiety to worry about. I tell you, back in two thousand and seven and eight, and that when the whole thing went bang. Mm-hmm and we're not in that situation yet we're in a we're in a slight you know spending and our disposable incomes coming under pressure so we just back to the old charlie haw saying we need to tighten our belts for a little bit here and we'll get through this so I, i like that's why we're heavily investing in our staff preparing them and making sure that the staff have all the right tools when they come to work That things that they can control they work away on them and we put jobs in front of them and they're satisfied they're able to deliver the jobs and satisfy and good clients and that as well. It's very and that's that's another part too. When you're going on to a nice job with a good client, it's very rewarding. Uh, it's mm-hmm. very rewarding for your professionally. Life.
0: Yeah, no, it is absolutely and, he, and and valuing that time, I suppose, that you have with those clients as well. Paul, just to wrap up, you know you went from as your dad said it's you know the grand safe you know pensionable well-paying job you know just you know pre the rece- pre the big recession that was there um you just bought a house you know so you've got mortgage commitments you know young family all of that good stuff for anybody that's listening here today that's maybe on the verge of you know should I shouldn't I? Could you maybe just offer some bit of advice from your own experience or should they do it? Shouldn't they do it?
1: Yeah, look, look, plan. Do you know that old sale? Fail to plan, plan to fail. Um, yeah, if someone's wanting to set up a business, they've obviously identified the opportunity. They've seen the niche. They know the service or the product. They they know how it'll work. And a, a guy, George Munro, once said to me in Australia, and I, I never left me this saying, he was a man that owned a sheet metal company. He was originally from just outside Liverpool or somewhere in the UK. And he said to me, the only thing that'll stop you uh, fulfilling your dream was that you money. You'll analyze the money too much. He says, park the money part of it, go and set up your business, go for it. And you'll make money out of it. And I remember him saying it to me and it still sticks to me this day. And that's about 25 years ago. I remember chatting to him about a little business thing I had in Australia because I had a little small business in Australia with another Irish guy. And, I was saying, what are the pitfalls? And he said, the fear of failure. But he said, majority of entrepreneurs, and people that set up a business, they work so hard to, to dampen that fear that it never happens. Mm-hmm. So that's what drives it on, is that fear of failure and, and maybe the fear of maybe the security of finances. But he said, the money will come if you're doing your job right and you get the right clients. That won't be a problem anymore. And great so
0: advice. Yeah, I'd great say advice. go for it great advice and look you're sweet 16 to show it as well so it's definitely (laughs) work for you so Paul on behalf of all of you here at the All-Ireland Business Foundation we're absolutely delighted and honoured that you're you know um, members of the tribe as business all-stars but also yourself and your own um, personal capacity as a fellow of the All-Ireland Business Foundation a huge congratulations to you and thank you so much for sharing your valuable insights with our audience here today
1: thank you very much Elaine
0: thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today I really do hope you enjoyed listening in To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars Programme, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carl, goodbye.